Hello and welcome to livealittlehigher.com. We continue learning Pirkeavot's Ethics of the Fathers and we're in chapter 6, Mishnah 10. We have two more Mishnahs to go and we will be uh, finishing the learning of the Pirkeavot. It doesn't mean that you finish this book and that's the end of it. We should be learning it every day, every once in a while, open it up, read the Mishnahs, learn from them, live through them. So today, the, the second to last uh, Mishnah says, five possessions did the Holy One, blessed be He, acquire for Himself in, this wor in His world. And they are Torah, one possession, heaven and earth, one possession, Abraham is one possession, Israel one possession, the Holy Temple one possession. From where do we know this about? The Torah, since it's written, God acquired me the Torah. So at the beginning of his way, before his works in time of yore, this is in Proverbs, from where do we know this about heaven and earth? How do we know that Hashem acquired heaven and earth? Since it is written, so says God. The heavens is my throne and the earth is my footstool. What house can you build for me? And where is this place, this place of my rest? And this is in Isaiah, in the prophets. And it says, How abundant are your words, God? With wisdom you made them all. The earth is full of your possessions. This is in Psalms. From where do we know this about Abraham? Since it's written, And he blessed him and said, Blessed is Abraham of God the Most High who acquired heaven and earth. This is in Bereshit. From where do we know this about the people of Israel? Since it is written, until your people passes through, God, until it passes through this people, you acquired. This is in, in Shemot, in Exodus. And it also says, but for the holy ones who are in the earth and for the mighty, all my desires are due to them. This is in Psalms. From where do, do we know this about the Holy Temple? Since it's written, your dwelling place which you, God, have made, the sanctuary, my Lord, that your hands established. And it says, And he brought them to his sacred boundary, to this mountain, which his right hand acquired. So, Rabbi Tversky, in the book, um, Visions of Our Fathers, he says that that this is a, a hard Mishnah to, to relate to. It's like a little bit off, off in the skies, out, out there. It's, it's not a very easy Mishnah to interpret. It's, it's, it's there, it's very obvious what it's saying. But uh, he gives an explanation that how the Svas Emet uh, understood it. And so the psalmist state, how many are your deeds? O God, you have made them all with wisdom. The world is full of your acquisitions. This is in Psalm 104, uh, 24. So one of the Hasidic masters translates this verse as the world is full of ways in which to acquire you. So the Rambam now comes and explains that one who looks at the marvelous structure of the world intelligently, what person sits down one day and analyzes the world and analyzes how many types of apples he can find in a supermarket and pears and how many planets and stars and the moon and the sun and the oceans and he starts contemplating the creation of the world with his intelligence, with his sehel, because this is what God gave us that makes us different from the rest of animals. 
person can come to the realization of God's existence and the love of God. So this is what happened actually to Abraham Avinu. In his time, people believed that there was a God. They believed that God created the world. They believed that everything was a creation of God. But they felt that Hashem had given power to other things to be able to manage the world. Today, many people think this too. They say the powers of the universe. When a person says the powers of the universe, he's giving power to the universe and not to Hashem. He thinks that the universe is the one that gives him the wealth and the universe is the one that gives him his house and his wife. And this is idol worship. The, the, the person with intelligence understands that Hashem is the one, only one that controls everything. Yes, he has certain things that go in the world in a certain order because, yeah, the, the sun has to come out in the morning and, then in the, and the moon has to uh, come out at night. And he has an order and an organization for these things to function, just like you put your alarm clock at night so it will ring for you at 5.30 in the morning. But it doesn't mean that the alarm clock does it on his own. You have to press the buttons for this alarm clock to be able to wake you up. So the same way Hashem is the one that manages all these things that bring us light, that bring us night, that bring us water, that bring us all these things. Hashem is the one that is pulling the strings behind the curtain. So we see here that when a person uses his intelligence and he's analyzing and contemplating the grandiosity of Hashem's work, he will come to love, to love Hashem. He will come to, to, to be like in awe also of Hashem. Uh, he will fear Hashem. He will be awestruck, like reverence towards Hashem. So uh, we see that the Rambam's time, how much more so in our time, if the Rambam could see this in his time, how much more can we see it in our time? Today we have powerful microscopes, we have telescopes, we have all these things, computers, that allow us to see much more of the world than what the Rambam could experience in his time. So we may interpret the Mishnah along the same lines. There are primarily five ways in which man can acquire God. So just as Hashem acquires these possessions, what the Rambam is telling us is that we also need to acquire Hashem. So God, these five ways provide the means whereby one can be aware of God's existence and one can develop a relationship with Hashem. So it says, know Hashem in all your ways. How can you know God in all your ways? It's when you learn about Hashem, you learn about His wisdom, you learn about His will, what He wants, what He desires, you live your life according to His will and His wisdom, then you're able to acquire Hashem. And the first way is Torah, and we have noted earlier, God put Himself into the Torah. So the Torah is the blueprint of creation. This is like an architectural plan of the world. This is what Hashem wants for the world. It's His wisdom is contained in the Torah. And we, when we embrace Torah, we're really embracing Hashem, and Hashem is embracing us. That's why the, the study of Torah is equivalent to all the mitzvot. Because when you're learning Torah, you're really, it's like you're, you're, you're being em, em, embraced by Hashem. It's, it's compared to everything. So, study of Torah and performance of mitzvot is the bridge that spans the gap between finite man and infinite God. The way to achieve infinitude is through Torah. 
because that's when you tap to Hashem. So the second method is heaven and earth. And this refers to the knowledge of the intricacies of the microcosm and the macrocosm, the terrestrial and the celestial. As the psalmists say, the heavens relate to the glory of God and the firmament bespeaks the words of his hands. And the intricate designs and functions of a leaf is testimony to the Creator. And just as the Baal Shem Tov said, if, if a leaf doesn't fall out of a tree if, he, if Hashem doesn't decree it. And if you look, you will see that the, this leaf that fell off is giving shade to a little worm. So study of the function of the human body also reveals uh, the, how miraculously Hashem runs the world. Like if you look at your body, if you would sit one day and understand the amount of blood vessels and blood, red blood cells, white blood cells, ox, how the body oxygenates itself, how the, the heart pumps and it's, it's, it's feeding all the organs in the body and the brain and, the, and you would sit and take time to learn how your body functions, uh, you would be amazed. It's an incredible machine. It cannot be duplicated ever. Not even the most intelligent computer can ever be like a human body. So the third way is that of the patriarch Abraham, who represents kindness, love and kindness, Hesed. And the Talmud states that the way one can be close to God is by emulating him. So Abraham emulated God with his kindness, with his love for other people. And the way that we can emulate Abraham is by being like him and in that way we're emulating Hashem because Hashem is the number one kindest being that exists in the world. He created the world with kindness and for kindness. So by doing kindness one follows the patriarch's footsteps and one can thereby achieve intimacy with Hashem. And the fourth way is Israel, Ahavat Israel, love of, of your fellow. The Baal Shem Tov states that the royal path to develop love of God is through love of man. If you want to know how's your relationship with Hashem, you have to analyze how's your relationship with people in general. Like if you don't have a good relationship with people, if you don't like people and for you you're always fighting with people in general, then you should really take a look within yourself and see what's going on because you can be praying all day but you don't have a relationship with God. The only way you can have a good relationship with God is if you have a good relationship with His children. So the fifth way is the Holy Temple side of the sanctuary. And although the sanctuary, the Beit HaMikdash, was the side of the imminent presence of God in the tabernacle first, in the in the, in, the, in the desert, and then in Shiloh, and then in Jerusalem, the Shekhinah of Hashem, the, the divine presence of God, dwelled in this place. And so, the, and so the Torah states, let them make for me a sanctuary, and I will dwell within them. The Torah commentaries point out that God did not say, I will dwell within, within it. He didn't say, make me a sanctuary and I will dwell within it. He said, make me a sanctuary and I will dwell and I will dwell um, with, uh, and I will dwell within them. So what it means is that we ourselves have to become like a Bekta Mikdash. We have to be holy. We have to be godly ourselves and use every faculty that we have 
and everything, material thing that we have in our lives for the service of Hashem. When we live in such a way, then we carry the divine presence within us, ourselves. He wants to live. He made this whole world because he wanted a dwelling place in it. And not only in our homes and in the structures, in the buildings that we build, but within ourselves too. So it says here, the Torah commentaries point out that God did not say, I will dwell within it, but rather I will dwell within them. By fulfilling the mitzvah of the sanctuary, Israel achieves the presence of God within each person. So this chapter is referred to as Kinyan HaTorah. Mishnah 6 enumerates the 48 ways in which a person can acquire Torah. This, this one, this Mishnah, gives us five ways in which we can acquire Hashem, how we can get to Him. And so the chapter closes with these five ways in which a person can really come to have a relationship with God. So in summary, it is the first one is uh, through Torah, through learning Torah and doing mitzvot. The second is uh, bringing heaven down to earth. And this is um, to acknowledge the creation of the world and develop a love of Hashem through our intelligence and our way of, of looking at, at the creation and how He made this world in such an incredible way. Then the third way is through kindness, emulating our patriarch Abraham. The fourth is through love towards other people, Ahavat, Israel, to do the, um, the mitzvah of love your fellow like yourself. And the fifth one is the holy temple, that we should live a godly life, a holy life, dedicated to Hashem, serving Hashem, doing everything we do for Him. And in that way, He will have a presence within ourselves. We will have the divine presence dwell within ourselves. And so, I leave you here. Next week we will finish the Pirkei Avot. And um, remember, live a little higher. Thank you.